Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and we have Gene on here, Daddy Beerus, that's what I call him. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's going to share with us part two of the end of times. And I believe today, Dad, you're really going to be talking the end times about uh, the Antichrist, right? Lovely as he is, or yeah, uh, Antichrist, uh, <laughs> tribulation, okay? Uh, Billy, you know, tribulation, uh, Mark of the Beast. I don't know. The list goes on. It, you know, uh, not a really happy time, but uh, uh, necessary, I'm assuming. So, hey, I'm excited about it, and I will have lots of questions, so I'm taking notes. Anyway, take it away, Dad. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, I I wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, what Terry's talked about, but uh, I want to approach it a little bit different. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, anyway. The Bible was written thousands of years ago by uh, 1,400 different or thereabouts, different authors. And uh, we look at the Bible. Some people look at the Bible in, in uh, enlightenment. Some of look at it in strain. Some of look at it as false. Some of people look at it all different kinds of ways. But I know this, and you should know this, that God and the Holy Triplets, as Terry calls it, Form this Bible, and there's no error in it. You can't find an error. It can be every anomaly that you find in the Bible that can be explained. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the end of time. But I want to add something real quick. I do not believe that a born-again Christian that loves God, that believes in God, that follows God, will not be part of the end of time. I think the end of time was written for the Jews. What a group of people they are. Now, I'm a Gentile, according to the Bible, and most everybody that you know, most people, are Gentiles. So I'm going to talk about Gentiles, the Jews, and etc. But remember this, in 1948, the nation of Israel was born again was brought to life. New England, I mean, England wheeled the land over. The Jews took over. Were they godly people? No, they're not. They were not godly people. They're still not godly people. They don't believe in Christ. A true Jew does not believe in Christ. Well, I believe in Christ, and I, every Christian believes in Christ. If you don't, if you don't believe in Christ and what He's done for us, then you're not. A, you're, you're not a Christian. I'm. I'm witnessing to, uh, I won't call them a gang of Jews. They're very successful business people. And I'm up here, I'm with them right now, and I'm talking to them. And they listen to me. They joke with me. The Jews and God were God's chosen people. Now, there's, there's no difference in a Christian, meaning if you're a Christian, you're great. You're satisfied. You're just going to heaven. If you're not a Christian, you're not going to heaven. Simple as that. How do I know that? John 8, 30, uh, 38, 37. But John 8 says, you know, we get to heaven is through Christ. That's enough for me. But anyway, there are a group of people, a nation, that's unbelievable. They started, uh, you know, they started out as God's chosen people. King David came into power. 
he brought uh, he brought up to Jerusalem, and he set an, he set powerful nation together, and they have been that way. But were they good people then? No, <laughs> they were sinful and gracious and all that. And even David, David, the man after God's own heart, was not a good person as such. But he had a heart that believed in God, and that's where it stands today. You must believe in God. But here's a group of people. 1948 was formed a nation, and they they have never been defeated again. They probably will never be defeated again. But there be certain parts of that is not what we consider truthful, and they're going to be oppressed. And that's where the end of time comes in. That's where the book of Revelation comes in. But remember this. That here's a nation in the basically the center of the earth as we know it, surrounded by Arabs everywhere, people that hate them, people that want to kill them, as we just saw the master of the missiles and Iron Dome and all that stuff and went on, people were killed. But they cannot be defeated. It's a miraculous. How do they do that? How does a small nation, which is our greatest ally, by the way, how does a small nation survive? Because God looks after them. Does that mean nothing ever happens to them? No, everything happens to them, but they survive. Are they gracious people? Are they sinful people? Yeah. Netanyahu is probably a crook. Well, basically, has well, he's been indicted about being a crook, and et cetera. But they're, they're, they're phenomenal, anomaly people. Why? Because they're, listen to this, they are God's chosen people. Now, that doesn't take away from Christianity. Christianity suppresses them all. We are Christians. That's the reason that I do not believe that we are part of the end times. In talking about the end times, it's called Jacob's trouble. You know, Jacob was an apostle, a prophet. He, uh, and the Bible says straight up, we, the Gentiles, Christians, will be part will not be a part of Jacob's trouble. And I thank God for that. So as we look at Revelations, remember this. All the things you read and hear about in Revelation, I don't believe we'll be part of it until the verses, I mean, chapters 20, 21 and 22, which primarily Christ has come back. All right. But as we look at that, everybody wants to know who the Antichrist is and who everything is. The devil mimics everything. What did I say? He mimics everything. Terry calls it the Holy Triplet. It says God the Father, God the Son, God the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Or as Mr. Holy. But remember this, the devil does the same thing. In the book of Revelations it shows that the devil's the devil's there, the false prophet's there, and the second third beast is there. There's form of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a powerful entity. We put him last. I don't know why, but he's part of God. He instructs us. He teaches us. He gives us words to say. He gives us thoughts to believe. If we listen to the Holy Spirit, or Mr. Holy, as Terry calls it, Terry, I think you like to be called Terry. Bless my name. Okay. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) But the Holy Spirit will, or Mr. Holy, will give you thoughts, give you words, and give you 
everything you need to do to to, to go on. But starting, uh, I don't want to start in Revelations again, but I will. I go through it. I want to go through it really fast. Remember this: that uh, God has His hand on Israel. What did I say? God has His hand on Israel. Are they godly people? No. Ezekiel thirty-seven says they're they're like men with no with just bones. They're not filled with the Spirit. They don't believe in Christ. You shouldn't be every Jew. You you find a Jew wherever he is. You should introduce him to Christ. They don't believe in Christ. They think Christ is coming again at another time. They said, the voice that I hear up here the most when I'm with the with these Jews that I work with is, I, you read the New Testament, I read the Old Testament. I said, no, I read the whole thing. I read more as much in the Old Testament as I do in the New Testament, even though Christ is in the New Testament. But he's prophesied in the Old Testament. But they said, no, you believe in the New Testament. I was with uh, seven, uh, they call it uh, seven rabbis. We were at a conference table, and they were questioning me. These Jewish readers of mine set this up. And for seven hours, I sat with them, sweating like a hog. Just They were pointing every question they could at me, and God gave me the grace, the Holy Spirit, Mr. Holy, to wrestle with them and to do it successfully. When I, when they finished, they said, well, Gene, I, I know what you're saying. I guess you want to believe it. I believe it. I believe my way. You believe yours. I said, no, there's only one way. I'm adamant about that. But anyway, going back to the Jews, remember this. They're a nation, our greatest ally. Are they sinful people? Yes, they are. Does everybody want to kill them? Mostly. Jimmy Carter brought the Egypt to the table, and they signed a peace treaty. Donald Trump brought the four nations under them. They signed a, a treaty. So everybody's coming around, but there will become a time when tribulation will be on this earth, and that's where we're going to start today. In chapter 5 of Revelation, which I've written on before, I saw the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Who's on the throne? God. It describes the throne and, and everything in regards to that. Uh, well, what's wrong with this thing? There it is. Uh, who is worthy to break the seals? God has a, uh, has a book in his hand. I'm going to call it a book, but it's not really a book. It's a scroll. And he's worthy to open this seal. Nobody, Nobody's worthy it. And then the tribe, the uh, war, uh, Christ himself says, well, I'll open it. And that, that tells you how he, he triumphs. Uh, it goes on to say in the verse in chapter 6, I watched the Lamb open the first seal of the seals. And here is judgments on this earth. The book of Revelation is judgments on the earth. Not like you see today, even though it's, we're trying, trying to get to that. We see the educational studies of the earth and how it's, how people are shying away from everything that's godly. There's people listening on this program today that doesn't believe in God as I believe in God. I believe God is real. I believe he He touches our lives. He gives me comfort. I get up in the morning 
And the first thing I do when I wake up, I say, thank you, God. Not for what? For giving me life? Well, sure. But I thank you, God, for being my God, my Savior. The, uh, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross. You know, I had a brother killed in World War II. He landed on a little island out of Iwo Jima. He and about 33 or 34 Marines. He was a little lieutenant, I mean, a little staff sergeant. He was seven, eighteen years old. Just turned eighteen. And there was these men climbing up on this river, on this bank. And the machine gun nest up above them was mowing them down like, like, uh, stitches in a, in cloth. And my little brother looked around and he saw these thirty-some Marines. Squirt said, I'm trying to get, get out, get under the fire. And he took it upon himself. And I'm not bragging on him, but I love him. I love his what he said. But he is so much older than me that I, I don't remember him, but I just know the history of him. And I, there's a, uh, anyway, this, regardless of his awards. But there he stood, stands, lay. And he said, well, I got to go get to this machine gun nest. And he climbed up this battlefield. Bullets tore through his flesh. The men that saw him and reported on him and gave a report on him, they could see his meat flying from his body as a machine gun that bore down on him. But he finally got to where he could, and he wiped out that machine gun nest. He saved 28 Marines that day from death. Well, you know, I had a savior that looked, up, looked across the earth, came down from heaven. He saw everything that was going on. He didn't deny himself. He stood in front of Pilate and he said, So you say, I am the king. And there he bore our sins on the cross. Our Savior did that. As my Marine buddy, brother, saved 28 Marines, Christ saved the world. He didn't know them, but he knew all of them. He knew what was coming. And today we stand and we reverence him in, in essence to know that my Savior saved the world. And today you can accept that. But anyway, chapter 6 of the Revelation says, I watched the Lamb open the first seal, and I came judgments. And then in chapter 7, the same thing I saw after this, four angels standing before the four corners of the earth. Now this is in the midst of the tribulation. As I said, I think we'll be raptured. What does that mean? With the twinkle of an eye, Christ comes in the heavens, and with the second law, we were changed and we were brought to heaven. I think it's miraculous. I know some people who watch the movies where it happens at the end, and it does happen. I believe in the rapture as much as I believe in that, that my hand is attached to my arm. But remember this. The rapture occurs, and all the Christians of the earth leave and go to be with him. And after that comes the tribulation and all the things that people want to know about the devil. Who is the devil? Isaiah Isaiah fourteen says he he's anointed the servant. He's a he's anointed by God. Why did God create him? Well, he wanted to see the evil and the goodwill of men. The devil is real. The devil tempts you. Not he's not omnipresent everywhere at one time. Christ God is omnipresent, but the devil is there. He has his demons, his angels of darkness. 
So don't be uh, astonished when you see things happen. The angels of darkness, the demons, can influence people. I have seen people just go crazy about certain things. I've seen people cut themselves with a surgical knife, just rip their flesh from the bones, and they're torment. You know, I happen to be in a, well, I'm not going to talk about where I've been, but it was not pleasant. The devil will do certain things. In Revelation 7, it says, I saw the four angels stand at the four corners of the earth because God is ready to punish the earth in tribulation. And uh, in chapter 8, it says, when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for a half hour. In Revelation 9, it says, the fifth angel sent his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the abyss, where he opened the abyss and spoke rose. The devil is bound in the abyss for a thousand years, but that's later on in Revelation. And the Revelation covers the entire spectrum of the tribulation that's upon this earth. We uh, we will not be part of that, I, I firmly believe. But there's there's people that think they will be. And I pity them because they live in fear. But it's all right if they're Christians and going to heaven. Ephesians says you're anointed to go to heaven. You're obliged to go to heaven. You can't you can't stop it. They're chosen. But anyway, their earth is filled with all kinds of wars, rooms of wars, earthquakes, famine, rain, fire, everything you can think of. That Euphrates River is dried up. The, Revelation says Euphrates and of millions of Oriental people will flow across into to, to the Holy Land to do and damage it. But can they? No, they can't. God protects them. But I'll tell you this much. People don't want to be part of that because there's going to be wars and famines and wars in the center. There's going to be times that women will cry, men will cry out. People saved in the tribulation. But will you will not be there, I don't believe, if you're a Christian. If you're not a Christian, today's a good day to start to be one. All you gotta do is believe in Christ. Read your Bible. Ask the Holy Spirit to protect you, to deliver you, and he will. But anyway, as we join into Revelation ten, I saw a mighty angel coming down from heaven. Do we want to see that? He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face is like the sun. His legs like fiery pillars. And he is holding a little scroll. This angel comes down and he places one foot in the ocean and wow. one foot on the land. He had, a little, he had a little scroll in his hand. Mm-hmm. And everybody's wondering, what in the world is that little scroll? told John, who had wrote the book of Revelation, he said, go take this scroll from him and eat it. Eat the scroll, yep. He walks up to the angel and looks up way up in the sky. He said, uh, uh, I've been told to take this scroll and eat it. And the angel looked at him and laughed. He said, well, I'll tell you that much. It will be sweet to you, but when we hit your stomach, you'll be sour. Because the scroll was full of torment for the people on earth at that time. Revelation 11. 
I was given a reed, like a measure rod, and was told, go with the measure of the temple of the Lord and the altar with his worshipers, but exclude the outer court. Revelation 12. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, twelve stars. She was pregnant and cried out in pain. She's about to give birth. Who then another sign appeared in heaven? An enormous red dragon that Satan himself. He was after the woman, and he stood beside the woman, and he was going to take this baby and kill it. It was the baby. It was Jesus Christ. But God protected the baby. The Revelation said he took the baby and brought it up to the God himself at the throne. But he, as he did, he told Jacob what to do with the trouble. And the baby, they went away and stayed away for a while. And the devil tormented the woman, trying to kill the woman, but the woman escaped. That's Jews. devil is a monster thing. Yeah, you know, he fights me every day. Not devil himself, but the demons of hell in, in, invite themselves upon me. And I have to pray constantly because I believe in God and I preach God and I want to be with God. And I hope that that time passes that the Jews around me are saved. I don't know whether they will be or not. I've been in bed with them. I've been part of them. I'm invited to not go with, with do, to a thing with him. I don't know why I'll go around. But remember this, that God will protect you. Who? God will protect you. The Holy Spirit. Mr. Holy Spirit. She calls me every day and she said, Daddy, I talked to Mr. Holy this morning. Well, that's good, but I talked to Mr. Holy too. But remember this, that he will give you the words to say, the thought to think, and the cetera. But we got to know we love God and we worship God. Well, anyway, verses uh, chapter 13, dragon is again. 14 is about the dragon and Satan, the Lamb of God, the people that are saved. 15 is I saw a heaven with the great and marvelous sign of seven angels and seven last plagues. That's all God does in tribulation. For three and a half years, that's fairly good life on earth. But for three, the next three and a half years are horrible. Uh, Terry said, Daddy, you're going to tell us who the, holy, uh, who the uh, devil is? I can't tell you who the devil is. I'm, I suppose that he's here now in life form because it will be in life form. But I don't know whether he's here. I believe there is a devil. I believe that God created the devil. I believe the devil will be punished in the tribulation. The Holy Spirit, I don't know who that is, the beast, the great beast, the false prophet, which is what Christ was, what not Christ was, was portrayed as Christ, will come out and he will give the, he will give the devil power. The devil will allow him to give him power. The false prophet was the third beast that comes out. So there's three Three beasts are three entities, like the three entities of the Holy Spirit, God the Christ, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. There's three in the Revelation, the devil, the first beast, and the second beast. The 
the first beast is shown in the Revelation as sitting on a great, great throne of beast, and he is a he is a hill. That Romans, you know, cut the Jews in half. They scattered them all over the world. But here in Revelation, it shows that third heaven there beast, the woman sitting on the beast, and she gives power to them. Revelation shows two men of God that come back to earth. His name is Moses and Elijah. And they stop the rain. They stop everything. They try to kill them, but God protects them. Why they're here? It was something God wanted to show the Israel. Finally, he allows the devil to overcome them. And they, for three and a half days, they lay in the city of Jerusalem. Nobody could move them. Nobody could touch them. They were dead. Moses and Elijah. And all at once, God raised them up and descended into heaven, and people were amazed at it. The devil is here. The false prophet is here, shown by a woman. The Holy Spirit is here, as shown, giving the woman power and telling her what to do. And Revelations is all about that. But remember this. You will not be part of the revelation, I don't believe, if you are a Christian. Because God says you will not be part of Jacob's trouble. You don't want to be part of it. You could not be part of it. You should not be part of it. Because men will kill themselves. People run to their uh, hiding places. Starvation will cause. Rain will come. Christ comes back in Revelation 19. He's right. He has a white robe. He's riding on a Arabian horse. I said Arabian horse, but I don't know it is. But I believe it is because, you know, I raised Arabians. I had a hundred of them. But T hated, but, you know, she, it was there. There, there were Arabians in their own, behind, their, behind Christ himself were his armies. That's us. And we come back, and he will slaughter the tribes, everybody that's there in Mesopotamia. Remember this. That when he comes back the second time, that's Christ. It's for real. From that time forward until the end of time. Will there ever be an end of time? On this earth there will be. Because I think there will be a new heaven and a new earth. It's found in Revelation 21. But Christ will come back. Those that are not killed, he will kill themselves. Fire will come out of his mouth. He has a sword. And he rules the people with a lot of iron. And there will be a thousand years. The devil will be caught. The false prophet and the, the false prophet and the, holy, the uh, unholy spirit will be cast in a lake of fire, the sulfur, or they'll burn forever. The devil will be caught in, in one part, and he'll be chained and thrown into the abyss. And there for a thousand years he will sit and wait. And God will allow peace to come on the earth. There'll be peace everywhere. The lambs will be there. The bees from the wilds will be led by a child, and etc. We'll be part of that because we'll be here on earth. We'll be reign for a thousand years. Are you ready to be be that part of our life, reigning for a thousand years? But again, when Christ comes back. He will set up his kingdom. He will set his throne up in Jerusalem. At the, at the thousand years, there will be total peace. 
there be unequal prosperity. People will be saved. People will be coming and going. You be a part of that. You not be part of the suffering of this earth as they as they are suffered tribulations. But we'll be part of that peace. At the end of the thousand years, believe this, we're now in the tribulation. A thousand years have passed. And the devil will be turned loose. Why? I don't know. You just have to ask God that. And he'll go out and deceive nations again. That's how unscrupulous he is. He is determined with his entire being to be part of God's life in torment. The devil will be tormented. He'll deceive the nations and they'll come up against God. And God said, well, I'm, I'm speaking like God now, but it's not. And God said, well, I've had enough. He'll destroy the serpent, the devil. He'll cast him into the lake of fire and sulfur. There he'll burn forever. And all the ungodly people that are over there, they'll burn forever. And a new heaven and new earth will descend down. And there will be forever eternity. Trees like gold, fruit trees, etc. Everything that you can think of. There will be no sun because God is living with us. There will be light, never darkness. And we'll live eternity with God. Will you be part of that eternity? Or will you be cast in the lake of fire? See, that's it. That's really good. So here's my question. And I'm sure, uh, okay, the devil's going to come back after a thousand years getting a sunburn, I'm going to imagine, right? <laughs> it's pretty hot. And uh, he's going to be, he'll be fine. He'll come back and look normal, correct? He may come back with what? He'll come back and look normal, right? He'll look like Mr. Devil, right? Never. Well, he is the devil, so he'll but, be <laughs> Yeah, he'll be able to look normal. But come on, Dad. You're there in the fire and the sulfur. By the way, I'm allergic to sulfur. No wonder I chose Jesus because that's no fun. And um, But the devil comes back, okay, and he yeah. starts deceiving people again, right? And, right. Uh, and so we've had a thousand years of peace. So the devil says, I'm going to get you this time, God, right? you got to admire that. I mean, he doesn't give up very easy. I mean, <laughs> you know. I'm thinking, I go, he's got to be a little pissed being trapped down there. He's got a lot of, right? I mean, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of time. Uh, but so, okay, we've accepted Christ. This is after the tribulation. And we accepted Christ, so, and we didn't have to go through it. So we're Christians here. And are we down here with uh, when the devil comes back for a thousand years, have to deal with that stuff again? Or are we, uh, are we, out of, are we not here? Well, we're here. We're here because Christ brought us back with him when he came back. Okay. But we'll, we'll be insulated from that torment. We'll be insulated from the devil. We don't have to worry about the devil. Okay, that's a good question because I was like, I know people are going to be wanting to do that, wondering that too. So we don't, we're not going to be insulated from the devil. And so let me get this straight, okay? So you have, see, I've never heard it put like that, 3B. So you've got, uh, we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy, uh, Mr. Holy. Okay, and you know, yes. uh, okay, so we've got those. So the devil says, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mimic that." So we've got uh, beast number one, beast number two, and the Antichrist, right? So now we've uh, got the devil and beast okay. one and the Antichrist. Okay, beast two. Okay. Yeah, the All beast right. two is the whole like the mimic of the Holy Spirit, 
and the beast one is a is a false prophet. Okay, beast one is a false prophet, and um, and the uh, beast two gives him words, what to say, just like the Holy Spirit gives you. Okay, Mr. Mr. Holy gives me words and what to say, and then um, and beast uh, the Antichrist is the devil, right? Yes. Okay. All right, and uh, does he? Okay. Let me ask you a question. Okay, this is going to be. I I need to ask this. I'm sure it is. So uh, there's nothing like that now. Nobody tries to. No, there's no mimicking right now. Correct. They're they're all God, Jesus, and and you know if you when you get that, like I know I only I always pray. I say okay, I don't want any any you know hanky panky here. I just want God, Jesus, and Mister Holy. Okay. Okay. Right. So do, do they ever try to pretend with you now? I know that's a, that's a tough question, Dad, but do they? Do they ever try to pretend with you? Like there's something different and they're really they're really evil? You mean pretend? Yes. Because you say, oh, I'm God, I'm Jesus, I'm Mr. Holy. Do they ever have? Do they ever do that? Well, the demons might do that, but that's all you got to do is ask forgiveness and, and listen to him and say, uh, prophets of old, saints. They constantly have to remind themselves that the demons will always try to encourage them in false in false way, but they come in they come in many forms. They come and sometimes they're right, and they because they they're they're sly, they're un they're unreal, they're evil. You're but right. When, okay. when they're evil, they know how to reach you. I have to sometimes. I'm sitting here at my door and I'm looking at I'm looking at the everything that's in, in the sweetness of God comes over you, and you know God is there. And then next right. thing you know, in inside the side door, a little demon starts saying, "Are you for real? What the hell's wrong with you?" Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, okay. Then that makes sense because I always say, I I mean, I'm like, listen, you know, you have to be real real aware of that, super aware. So I just say, hey, God, I only want to talk to you. Okay. And uh, I only want to talk to you, Joshua, and I only want to talk to you, Mr. Holy, no one else, okay? And then, uh, you know, and that's what I get, right? Um, right. Because, because they'll be posing and posing as something that they're not. And, um, yeah, okay, that, that's what I want to know. So you ask, you say, I want to make sure, I just always say, I want to make sure I'm talking to God. And I know what God feels like, right? I know that beautiful energy Right, and I'm lucky. I'm not lucky. I, I just appreciate that, and because that's available for everybody. Um, and I know what Jesus get. You know, he I like know his energy, and and because I'm lucky, not lucky again. I'm gonna say that. So I know Mr. Holy's energy, right? And and you just say you always make it clear. I only want to talk to you, God, you Jesus, and Mr. Holy. It's good, right? Don't you think? If you ask God to take you only and let the Holy Spirit come in you. God will do that. God, will you take care of the devil? Get him away from yeah. me. Yes, God yeah. will take yeah. care of it. Yeah, I always ask that because in the prayer in the morning I do that. And the Holy Spirit, uh, keep, keep those folks away from me. Because people think, like you're talking about the red dragon, right? That's the devil. That's symbolism, yeah. correct? That's, the That's symbolism. symbolism, yes. Okay. And then you're talking about the pregnant woman uh, giving birth to Jesus, right? The, uh, in pain, giving birth. That was Jesus, right? That That's was correct. Correct. Okay. So that was a symbol too, because Jesus has already died on the cross and he's back in in heavenland. And so, but so 
what was that representing? I don't mean to be dumb. I just don't know what that represents. Is that the tribulation? Is that the end of times? I guess it is because you're telling me that, or you're talking about that today. <laughs> well, no, that's the history of the end of times. That okay. revelation tells you the history of 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 what has happened, what has ha- has happened, what will happen. And okay. So my question was that is that what will happen? The birth, you know, like, or was that what happened when Christ was born it, here? It shows the birth of Christ. Okay. And the woman, but okay. it, it has already happened. That, okay, then you answer the question. I understand because I was a little confused about that. All right. Okay, so that's when Mary gave birth to, to Jesus, right? Right. Okay, and the devil. That's when um, I was. Uh, that's when they have the civil war up in heaven, right? The devil got kicked out down here, right? And <laughs> a civil war is pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, because if you talk like that, people understand. Oh, a civil war, right? You know, hey, you know, um, so that so that's that's when that's when the devil was down here. And God said, "You can rule this place," and uh, you know, for a time, right? That's he gave. He gave the devil war rules here on earth, right? He does, and never okay. forget that. I don't any I don't and uh so what thing what sometimes what things seem seem like they're not really right um and that's what you're saying like the tribulation or the after the rapture happens and this happens then all this stuff happens and then right right, right. okay the, and tribulation shows the the fury of God fury of God as he Blast this earth with torment of earthquakes. Cities split into three parts. Mountains are removed. Un- ungodly, ungodly torment. And I won't be part of it. I, I I understand. I agree with you. And so then when the guy, the big old angel, he comes out here, he's one foot in. I was like, that is a big old angel. I get credited on. Excuse me. I got to get out of here, right? <laughs> <laughs> the vacation home and no swimming in the ocean because that guy's there. Um, but anyway, that big old angel. So he's so the angel's here, and I ask you this, but he said, so you're talking about the first three and a half years. You said was not good or was good, and then it, the uh, the the antichrist turns evil. Well, you, he's really evil, but he shows his true colors, right? Right. And so the first three and a half years, that's when it tastes good when you eat it. And then when it gets down to your stomach, that's the second three and a half years. That's when it's not good. Oh, well, you could say it that way, but you know, I, I'm not going to argue that point. I can't. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, if I'm, I, I, that's okay to say. I'm not misinterpreting anything. Correct? No, you're not misinterpreting. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's that's fine. And then the uh, the other thing is is that the Jews. I always want to be Jewish because they're God's chosen people. I've learned that from when I was a little girl. Um, and I went away from church for a really long time and, you know, and, and, and God and everything. So, but what I'm saying to you is, so the, 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 you know, the, all of this stuff happening, the Antichrist and the Jew and being Jewish, the Jews are God's chosen people. I mean, did he love them more? They're his chosen people. Okay. Did he love them more than, than the Gentiles? No, I mean, when you say love, the Christ died for everybody. Okay, right. So therefore, he loved everybody. When God chose the Jews, he chose a grace of people. They called the Jews. Okay. And he didn't love them more. They're his people. Okay. 
Okay. He divorced his people, by the way. Right, yeah, yeah. He sent them out in the wilderness, the wilds of the earth. In 1948, he brought them back. Would right. they bring them back saved? No. They are some of them are saved. You met Jews yeah. that are saved. I have. Jews for Jesus, that's what they call them, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, okay. So, all right, so it's just that they occupied this this history piece, right? And they, God loves everybody because he sent his son for everybody, right? Right. And, and I, like I said, I always wanted to be Jewish, but um, they're they're a tough cookie. They're a tough crowd, i got to tell you. Um, you know, so, but there are people that are, there are Jewish people now that are saved, that are believers. And, and. Um, Does and, God love them more than a regular Jew? No, I don't think so. He doesn't love them more, but he, they're, they're in a different time, different time zone. They are Christ's bride. The bride of Christ are Jews and Gentiles alike. There is no difference in human form, but there are difference in where they're going and what happens to them. Okay. All right. Well, I've asked you this before. I'm going to ask you now. Okay. So I know because this one sits in me a little bit. So if we all took a DNA test, all right, my friend Tracy, he, he's part Jewish, right, but he's a born-again Christian. And uh, so what if we could all find Jewish little pieces and parts of Jewish in it from centuries ago, years ago? Okay. Does that make us Jewish? Well, I don't know. I, I never wanted to be Jewish. Well, I did. I mean, you know, we had to hear about it in church all the time. They're God-chosen people. I want to be chosen by God. but I realized are, You are chosen by God. I, I you're in a greater you're in a greater position than any of you ever lived because you're bride of Christ. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, so enough. I'm sorry to add because that sits with me. All right, so I and I love Jewish people. I, I do. We, they they are an amazing culture. I love some of their cultural what they do. You they know? are amazing. Aren't oh, they? Yeah, they are. And uh, my one of my true loves was Jewish. Loved him, loved him, loved him, but I would never convert. So we broke up as the way it should be, you know. So anyway, um, yeah, thank you, Dad. I uh, appreciate that, which you shared with us today. And by the way, my name's Terry. My dad and my mother named me Dad. <laughs> but Dad always calls me T or Terry. Uh, anyway, but uh, thank you. That was a wonderful, wonderful way you presented that and everything. Hey, one other question. Do you think that the... The physical body, do you think the Antichrist is here? I mean, I know he's a devil. devil's been here for a really long time. Do you think he's here now in the physical realm, like being a, occupying a physical body? Do you, do you think so? Uh, my mind doesn't can't quite go that far, but yes, I do, I believe. But remember this, that Apostle Paul believed the same thing. Okay, Apostle Paul agreed. It's all the same thing. So maybe one of the when I'm saying that, I was thinking maybe the devil can occupy a physical body because he's the devil and he rules here. So maybe Apostle Paul thought it because you do, do you know what I'm trying to say, Dad? So, yes, I do. But remember this: he's probably here. I don't know, but that that doesn't scare me. It doesn't scare you because you're you're part of you're part of that. You're a Christian. But remember right. this. It's okay, Dad. Paul, Apostle Paul believed that the Antichrist was on earth. Right. Anybody, there are all been the Antichrist that didn't believe in Christ is an Antichrist. Go ahead. 
So, okay, so. Yeah, I believe he's on earth. I believe he's human form and he's on earth. Okay, in human form. So, well, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day. He, just, he says, I think I'm married to Andy Christ by divorce. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> and he said it was such a straight face. Okay, so that that makes sense too. And and um, so you know, I pray. By the way, I, I listen to the Bible because I do that. Um, you know, I go to sleep with it, the verses in my ears and and all that. And then I, you know, I do do all that stuff. But as you have to have Jesus in your heart. Once He's in your heart, He's never leaving, right? Never leaving. Can't okay. get him out of it. Okay, well that's good too. And then the temple. And so you have to treat your body good because, you know, Mr. Holy lives there. Uh, he probably says, Jesus, scooch over. It's my turn to sit here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, thank you, Dad, so much. I appreciate it. Great, 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 great class. All right, everybody. We'll take care. We'll talk to you soon. I know. Bye-bye.